The entrance of God's word gives light and understanding to the simple. Be yielded and open your hearts to the light of God's word through his servants, Pastor Chintok Ishaku. God bless you. Hallelujah. We've been talking about the river of God. Okay, is that Sheon? Is it Sheon that is still next to you? Or is that the one? Okay. Oh? What's your name, sir? Sorry? Okay, Gideon Martin. Is it your first time? I know I've seen you before. Is your. F- In the college today? Yeah, I know I saw you today. Bless you. Thanks for coming. Please sit. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Of course, for those of you who don't know, we named Pastor Ben's baby today. And her name is Comfort Mafo Nanret Benjamin Yetu Miniben. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was such a prophetic naming ceremony. Amen. And today we celebrated the, the, the graduation of, I nearly said the engineering corps. Uh, the, a set of aviation engineers who have been a part of us. Amen. IK graduated today. Are you glad about that? Amen. And Paul graduated today. Are you glad about that? Obina graduated today. Are you glad about that? Where is she? Eh? Where's Biodum? Biodum also graduated today. Are you glad about that? I told them they swept all my aviation people. But if the Lord be God, we will recover all. Maybe that's the reason why people like Gideon are now coming. You said your name is Gideon, right? Eh? You see. God can't take away from us and not add to us. Don't you think so? Uh, it will be seen. Hallelujah. Well, you know, we've been talking about the river of God. And I want us to go on around that subject. We have read, I'm trying to avoid reading tonight. Ezekiel 47, especially. Because we have, well, let's read it, right? It won't hurt. Should we read it? Okay. Ezekiel 47. Let's read it. There's a psalm we have not read in a while. Psalm 46. So, in case you want to write the anchor scriptures, for now, Ezekiel 47, Psalm 46, Genesis chapter 2, Revelations chapter 21 and 22. Alright? We made the connections from there. Okay. Let me have you guys come up and read. Can I get four people? Four people in quick succession. Just lift up your hands where you are. Who can read? Caleb, one. CC, two. Farida, three. Who's the fourth? Okay, George, four. Let's take that four. All right? So, the first one, come read for us um, the Bible. Come now. Who's coming first? I called you in an order. Read Ezekiel 47. Alright, read from verse 1. Go. Afterward, 
he brought me again unto the door of the house, and behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the forefront of the house stood towards the east, and the waters came down from under the right side of the house, at the south side of the altar. Then brought he me out of the way of the north of the gate northward, and led me about the way without unto the altar gate by the way that looked eastward. And behold, there ran our waters on the right side. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits, and he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the ankles. Again he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters, and the waters were to the knees. Again he measured a thousand and brought me through. The waters were to the loins. Afterward, he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over. For the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. And he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? Then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees, on the one side and on the other. Then said he unto me, This water issue out toward the east country and go down into the desert and go into the sea, which being brought forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the rivers shall come, shall live. And there shall be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters shall come thither. For they shall be healed, and everything shall live whither the river cometh. And it shall come to pass that the fishers shall stand upon it from Engedi even unto Eneglaim. There shall be a place to spread forth nets. Their fish shall be according to their kinds, as the fish of the great sea, exceeding many. But the miry places thereof and the, ma- ma- the marishes thereof shall not be healed. They shall be given to salt. And by the river, upon the bank thereof, on, the, on this side and on that side, shall grow all trees for meat, whose leaves shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his months, because their waters shall, be, shall issue out of the sanctuary. And the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaves thereof for medicine. Thus saith the Lord God, this shall be the border whereby ye shall inherit the land according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Joseph shall have two portions. All right. Let's, let's, let's stop there. All right. Next person. Let's come read Psalm. Let's read Psalm 46, right? Psalm 46. Now I'm making them read and I'm trying not to talk just so that it can, it can, you can be refreshed. All right? Psalm 46, the whole chapter. Hey, my sissy. Thank you, sir. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters therefore rowl and be troubled, 
though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right at and that right early, the earth enraged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he had made in the earth. He maketh words to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow, he cutteth the spear in sunder, he burneth the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the earthen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us, and the God of Jacob is our refuge. He is our refuge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can't read that kind of psalm and be quiet. Did you hear those things? Some of you, I used to wonder if you actually hear Bible. I said, did you hear those things? Amen. All right, let's read the third scripture. I'm doing my best not to talk now. What's the third scripture? Genesis chapter 2 Parawa Surabu We start from verse Ooh, verse what? Let's start from verse 4 Go These are the generations of heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens and every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there, but there went up a mist from the ground, from the earth, sorry, and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils, the breath of life, and man became, became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord, made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant in the sight and good for food. And the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And the river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, that is it which compassed the whole land of Havila, where there is gold. Okay. And the gold of the land is good. There is Delium and the onyx stones. And the name of the second river is Gihon. The name the same is that the name the same is it that compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hidakel. That is it which goeth towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. The, and the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For 
in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt shall surely die. die. Alright, let's stop there. Genesis chapter 3. I'm going to add a few scriptures today. Genesis chapter 3. Okay. It's 20. And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. And unto Adam also, to his wife, did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothed them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us to know what? Good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Verse 23 Uh huh. Still the ground from whence he was taken. Read. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So that. Okay, you didn't read it. Read the last verse again. One, two, three, go. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes. Okay. You see, you didn't still see it. Okay, don't worry. Genesis chapter six. <laughs> I don't. They look and they laugh. If I was sitting where you are sitting, I should be shouting by now. Oh no no no! Don't worry. It looks like you put it over the last service. Abi. Genesis chapter 6. Oh no, sorry. Genesis chapter 11. No. Uh, some people are not saying wow. No, it's too late. Don't wow yet. Don't worry. I will, since you didn't see it, I have to come back and explain it. Abby? No problem. Let's go. Chapter 11 verse 1. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from where? That they found a plain in the land of Shina. And they did what? And they said one to another, go to. Let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime had they for mortar. And they said, go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make us any lest we be the verse 5 and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded and the Lord said behold the people is one and they have all one language and this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them, which, which what? Wait for me. Which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, and confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them, abroad from thence upon the face of the earth and they left off huh? 
Therefore, is the name of it called Babel. Why? Because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth. From thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of the earth. Hallelujah. Well, the verse to note, verse 2. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east. Hold it. So, leave it there. Alright? Uh, what's our last scripture? What's the scripture we did read? Revelations 21 and 22. Go there. Today is a very different approach. You know, normally we won't read scriptures like this. Uh, or I will have started explaining in the midst of the scripture. I'm feeling like if I was sitting where you are sitting, I would be shouting. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Who was supposed to read it? George. George, come and read. So please take note of the characteristics of the new heaven. Alright? Yeah. Revelation 21. Yeah. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from the God out of heaven. Okay, hold on. Let's, let's solve this. There was no more sea issue. Because, are you going? Please read on. Just read. Let's finish. Coming down out of coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, yeah. and be their God. Uh-huh. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. eyes, And there shall be no more death, death, neither sorrow, sorrow, nor crying, crying. neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Now, hold on. The river that you saw in Ezekiel chapter 47 ended up in the seas. And the Bible told you that there there were certain places that the river would not heal. Abi? Myri places and all of that. And then the Bible said that once the river hits the sea, the sea will receive life and then there will be a great multitude of fish. And then the fishermen will stand on top of the river, even from Engedi to Eneglam, and then there will be great there will be a great catch. But the Bible says every fisher will catch after his kind. Do you remember that? Now, so, when the water gets into the sea, the sea is healed and then the miry places, but apart from the miry places, Right? Because the Bible tells you that the river is not empowered to heal the mighty places. Alright? That's upon the earth. Now, very amazingly, when Revelation chapter 21 was going to start, it started by saying, and there was no more sea. That means that for some reason, the river, as we go on, you see, the river will remain, but the river cannot end in the sea anymore because there is no more sea. Now, together with no more sea, we saw several other no mores. What other no mores did we see? No more tears. Sorry? Read it. 
No more pain, yeah? Sorrow, no more. Crying, no more. Tears, why? Did you hear that? That means that the former things, together with the an element that will pass away with the former things, is every element that comes with pain. And amazingly, among the elements that passed away, we found out that the Bible says there was no more sea. Are you following me? The question is, could it be paradventure that pain, sorrow, tears, crying is related to the sea? Are you understanding the question? Because it wasn't just the sea that was no more. There were several other things that were no more. And the Bible said it was because the former things were past. Are you following me? Good. In Psalm 46, you find out that the scripture said, please go there. Judge, sorry, we'll preach together today. I know you don't mind. You're a man of God. I think Psalm 46. Now, let's, let's go through Psalm 46. In Genesis chapter 2, I've said to you before, that the Bible says that a river went out from Eden, follow me, that a river went out from Eden and then it went into the garden to water, or it passed through the garden, and then from the garden it broke into four streams or four heads. And those four heads, scripture took the time to explain to you that those four heads covered the entire face of the earth. Are you following me? Come on, saints. Are, are we together? Good. So, those, those four heads I broke into covered the whole face of the earth. And then, we see a character of the river. This is just freshening up. A character of the river as written in Ezekiel chapter 47 and Revelation chapter 22, which we are coming to, is that at the banks of that river, trees grow. All right? And the trees that go bear their fruit in season, according to the 12 months. Alright? And the Bible told us in Revelation chapter 22, that the tree that grew by the river is a tree of life. Are you following me? So when God caused water to pass through Eden, it wasn't so that he can water the garden so that the trees can grow. It was because there was a tree that he was going to plant in the midst of the garden and the only technology by which that tree survives is by the river. Are you following me? How did we get to saying that? The Bible says, for God caused the mist to rise upon the earth. So how was the earth watered? It wasn't watered by the river that passed through. The earth was actually watered by the mist that... So the, it wasn't necessary for the river to pass through for the trees to grow. For the vegetation to grow. But, you will hear, that's why I read Revelation chapter 3. I, I, you didn't, sorry, Genesis chapter 3. And you didn't hear it. The Bible said, when God drove them out of the garden, he said, oh, according to the character of the river in Ezekiel chapter, okay. I know I begin to see it, don't worry. According to the character of the river in Ezekiel chapter 47, the Bible said that, and he brought me on my way 
And then he, we walked down and then we faced the gate that was eastward. So actually the water flowed eastward. And the Bible told you that God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And so if the water was flowing through the garden, that means the water was flowing eastward. Alright? Then the Bible says that when God sent Adam out, he put a, an angel with a flaming sword to guard the gate eastward. So that man will not find his way to the tree of life. It then establishes with you that it was the path that the river passed that the tree of life was standing upon. So if they came back by the river, they would be able to trace the tree of life. And then God said if they ate the tree of life, they will live in the falling state forever. So God will say, let an angel block that way so that nobody will be able to trace back the way to the tree of life while he prepares redemption. But I'm concerned because one of the other trees that grow there is called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And I'm going to tell you about it. Are you following me? Please follow me tonight. Because tonight I came with my heart filled. So if you follow the river, you will say it's the tree of life. If you follow the river, you will trace the tree of life. <laughs> so, when you read in Psalm 46, read it now. Listen to the confidence which the psalmist began. He said, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, Will we not fear, though the earth be removed and the... Okay, hold on, hold on. Though the earth be removed and the mountains be carried into... Oh, no, you didn't read it. Into... Into... Hold on. Where does the river end? Please follow me. So if the mountains be removed or the earth be removed and the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea, what it simply means is by God's design, it's from the mountain of the Lord that government will come. If government moves into the midst of the people that we are supposed to bring influence to by the waters of the Spirit. Sorry, I've jumped far ahead of myself. Follow me. But if government begins to come from the midst of death, a people to whom we were supposed to bring influence, he said, Our hearts will not fear. Oh, oh. Sorry, you know, our anchor scripture for the God man is Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof, the worlds, and they that dwell therein, for he and established it upon the floods. Then he said, Who shall ascend? Please follow me. If we don't get there today, we'll get there. We want to we're actually trying to walk back to Psalm 24. That's the journey we are in now. 
So, if the power to rule is thrown in the midst of the people to whom influence is supposed to come to us, naturally what is born is trouble. Please follow me. Of course, you know that in prophetic language, waters generally refer to people. So where, therefore, we will not be moved, though the earth be removed and the mountains. Now, what does it mean for the earth to be removed? You know it takes scripture to interpret scripture. Abby? Scripture says, Sorry, what's that psalm that said you are God? Psalm 82. Abi? It is 72, he said. 82. Good. He said, Oh, let's read it. Let's read it. He said, It's two. God stands in the congregation of the mighty and he judges among who? How long will you? And accept the persons of the weekend. Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. needy. Deliver the poor and the needy. Read them out of the hand of the weekend. They know not. Neither will they understand. Read it on. Go. Eh? They walk on in darkness. Eh? Uh-huh. Eh? So, don't the earth be removed? What does he say? So, what does it mean for though the earth be removed? It means that the people who were designed to rule the earth were not the ones ruling the earth. They weren't bringing justice. They weren't defending the poor and the fatherless. And because of that, as far as God was concerned, the foundations of the earth Okay, sorry. Are you confused? Are you, is it clear? Is it clear? Now, on the strength of this understanding, because I said to you, you don't interpret scripture by imagination. You interpret scripture by scripture. So the Bible says, though the earth be removed, and the mountains be cast into the sea. Listen. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Go back. Psalm 46. Now at least you have the definition of what? Huh? The earth be Oh, oh, what's your problem now? Talk to me. Huh? So you have the translation for though the earth be removed. Are you following me? So what the psalmist was speaking about here is that we woke up in a day like today. Nigeria is waking up in a day and discovering that the mountains have been cast into the seas and the earth Why? Please, read with me. Verse 3. Though the waters thereof roar and what? Though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Now, hold on. What keeps us in perfect peace when the earth runs out of course? Verse 4. There is 
a river. What happens to it? So hold on. That means that that river has the power to break into streams. Genesis chapter 2. Oh. And when that river breaks into streams, it is so that a wider portion of the earth. So the Bible says there is a river. The streams were up. Hold on. The Bible says there is a spirit. And the people that carry him shall make glad the city of God. Oh. There is a river. The streams were up. Is that what's in your Bible? Now the Bible said, Jesus speaking in John chapter 7, said, if any man come, let thirst, let him come to me and drink. And as the scripture said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of how many spirit? I said how many spirit? Proceeding from who? Jesus. You remember we said that the river proceeds from Eden. And that Eden is the temple of the Lord. Or Eden is God. Because I explained to you, according to Revelation chapter 22, that there was no more temple. Why? Because God. That means that there cannot be a temple and a God in it. In God's order, it's not a temple and a God in it. It's a temple or a God. That the temple is actually not a dwelling place of God. So when the Bible says, Know ye therefore... Know ye not that your bodies are the... That's what makes you God. Sorry. So God himself will refer to you and say, Ye are... Thank you. And Jesus will defend that. In, in John, when he said, If he called them gods to whom the word came. How do you say of the son of man that he blasphemes? Because I say I'm the son of God. Okay. No, no. You know we're talking about the God man. I don't I hate them myself. But I hope you are traveling with me. That Benny, after the order of heaven, there is not a temple and God dwelling in it. That in the order of heaven, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 2, that for there, there is no temple there because God and the Lamb are the temple of the city. So it means it's either a temple or a God. It's not a God in a temple. Oh, oh. So he say, You have made me a sanctuary pure and holy Tried and true by your spirit, I am a living sanctuary for you. Say you have made me a sanctuary. 
pure and holy, child and true. Say, by your spirit, I am a sanctuary. I live only for you. Say one more time. Say you have made me a sanctuary. Pure and holy. Tried and true. By your spirit. I am a living sanctuary. I live only for you, yeah. You know, if you go back to the teaching we did in Understanding Man about six years ago, or five years ago, you will find out there that I took the time to explain something. And it wasn't because I was trying to sound controversial. Hear me. I took the time there to explain that I don't like to hear it when people say man is a spirit and he has a soul and he lives in a body. The reason why I don't like to hear it is because it makes it look like, okay, so we legalize the saying that the real man is the spirit. But forgive me, I still want to defer. Follow me home. God in his very essence is spirit. Scripture wrote clearly in John chapter 4 that God is spirit and they that must worship him must worship him in but Jesus was God according to Colossians chapter 2 and the Bible says in him dwelt the fullness of the Godhead And we took a study that time. Follow me. And it's not because I want to insult the understanding that had come before. I need to set the record straight. Because you see, it's a different thing to be a carrier of God and to, let me make it mild, represent God. Because actually what I should have said is bigger. There are two different things. If I am a carrier of God, I'm going to come to a place and then I will expect God to do his thing. Maybe open the doors for him to find expression. But if I represent God, I must understand that I cannot go until he says go. And that when I stand to speak to you, I'm not saying God is saying as you say to you. I am saying, I am saying as though God is saying to you. And at that point, when I look at the sick and I say, be healed, it's not Chintok saying to the sick, be healed. It is God saying to the sick. Now, somewhere in the midst of this teaching, we're going to settle the controversies. The controversies between you and God that makes that is, it, it looks far reaching for you to be able to stand in the place of God. 
Because you see, for a man to stand in the place of God, like I said to you, you must have received the end of your faith, which is the salvation of your soul. And I said to you, the salvation of your soul is the place where your will is totally surrendered. Your emotions are stabilized and your is what? Somebody help me. What happens to your intellect? Your mind is renewed. God bless you. Eh? Eh? Don't say it again. Oh, you heard it. Oh, you didn't hear it. When your mind is totally renewed, your emotions are stabilized and your will is fully surrendered. It's at that point, or every time you read scripture, read it. You will find out that the Bible says that's the point from which you can ask anything. Ask anything is not an open check to any carnal believer. Because James later on told us that if you were asking to fulfill your lust, you won't receive. So it means I must have come to a place where my lust is totally gone. Uh oh. Are you following me? If not, it is that lust that wants to kill love. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm talking about love. Why? Because he snatched my boyfriend. If I had the kind of power that Jesus had, I would turn and look at her. And I ask God, can these die bones die? And God will say, down west. You know when God is telling you, down west, there's a problem. Is anybody with me? You see, that's why you owe it to your generation to mature. I was trying to explain something that I had explained some five years ago. And I'll keep explaining maybe after every five, five years. Until people understand it. That number one, I'm not... Is Jesus spirit? Yes, he is. But what was Jesus actually? He was the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Even now, Jesus is seated in heaven bodily. Oh, Jesus in heaven is not a spiritual existence. Jesus in heaven, or we, that's why when he resurrected, he, he took his body. So there is a body like this. I, I'm not talking about the one we will collect later. The one you will collect later, Jesus has collected his own. Okay. That's your assurance that you will collect your own. That's why the Bible says he's the first fruit from the dead. Your assurance that you are going to return to collect your body is that when Jesus rose again, he did not rise in spirit to God. He took his and he said mortal body. But that body is no longer mortal. Ah. That means even this one. Uh, are you still here? I said, are you still here? So when God wanted to give expression to his godness, he came in body form. Actually, if you sit down and you study God 
and study man, you'll discover that God made man in his own image was not talking about the fact that you had nose where God has his nose. He's talking about the fact that by operation, the way God operates, he designed you to operate like that. Please follow me. So that God is three in one and he decided to make you three in one and the Bible compared God to you on every level. I'll give it to you. First Corinthians chapter 2. Scripture will say, no man knows a man except what are we talking about? Are we talking about God now? We're talking about no man knows a man except the spirit which is in the man. Even so, no man knows God except the spirit of God. Simply put, the way spirit functions in man is the same way the Holy Spirit functions in the Godhead. I've quoted one. In Colossians chapter 2, the Bible said, Christ is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And we are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and powers. Peter will say, he lived in this life, living for us an example, so that we will walk in his steps. That means that Jesus was the bodily manifestation. So if God ever shows up through scriptures from Genesis chapter 2. Every time God showed up and he had a form that man could relate with, it was Jesus. Who told Nebuchadnezzar and the fourth man looks like the son of man. Who told him? Oh. Who told Joshua that there is a captain for the Lord's host? Because it took years later for David to be able to capture his name as the Lord of hosts. God had a projection. Every time God took up a form, every time God showed up from the Old Testament through the New, it had to be in the man Jesus. Because Jesus is the one empowered in the Godhead to take up body. And hear this. There's one part of the Godhead that takes the decision. So Jesus will say, the son can of himself do nothing. It's what he sees. It's the boss. In your life, who is the boss? Eh? Your soul. Because the Bible says, to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That means whoever the mind goes with wins. So who decides whether you are going to do right or wrong? The mind. It's not a spirit. 
that's why you can be a carnal believer your spirit is alive but you'll be sleeping it's also in the bible wake up oh arise from that means that there's a posture a believer can take that will make him as dead as unbelievers If you grew up in a traditional home like my own, every morning we prayed and we said, Munkwanta Shuru Kamang Matatu. Oh Lord. Thank you, sorry. That we lay down quietly as though dead. We prayed it every morning. But that it was by the mercy of the Lord that He woke us up. That means that there's no difference between a man who is sleeping and a man who is dead in function. The only difference between a man who is sleeping and a man who is dead is that there's still breath. Several believers are in a state where they still the breath of God is in them but they are as still as unbelievers. So they live in the same kind of death that unbelievers live in. So Ephesians chapter 5 scripture will say wake up all sleeper arise and Christ will so you are not dead but the posture you take when we see your boyfriend decisions. Oh. Just um, when we see your life's choices, when we see your governing mentalities, when we see your response to opposition, we can tell. This one is born again, no? but if you hear somebody saying, see, 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 see. Faith is not foolishness. So. Let me tell you, spirituality is not stupidity. Be looking at a man who is he's alive. He's breathing, but he's asleep. And he's asleep in the midst of the dead. Because he wants to fight for his right. Like the average unbeliever fights. Wake up or arise from the dead. And Christ will do all. He'll give you light. Are you still here? I hope I have not lost anybody. Stay alive, oh. You can't be under this kind of world and sleep. We'll bring fire brigade. So that they can own their water and we pour it on you. You know this kind of water is not in cup we use. Are you? Please follow me. Don't get lost. How did we even get into talking about that? Hey, yeah. Help me now. Eh? Slippers. Good! So, there's the soul part of the Godhead. So the Bible will tell you, Jesus will tell you that the Spirit will proceed from the Father. That He will send the Spirit that proceeds from the Father. It seems to me like the Father is the boss. He's the one who is seated on the throne. He's the one who said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your. So, he seems to be the ogre. First Corinthians chapter 15 will say that when we have overcome the same way Jesus has overcome, then Jesus will take the kingdoms and submit it to the Father. Then he himself
Are you following me? I said, are you following me? Now, generally, I think that's the reason why we seem to think that when we say the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we think it is rank. Sorry. We think it is hierarchy. No, it's not hierarchy. It's rank. It's like you're sitting in church. That I am the pastor doesn't make me the greatest believer. Oh. But by rank, I would say, Toby, tomorrow, do so and so and so for church. And you obey because you don't want to break ranks. Not because I'm older. Not because I'm wiser. Not because maybe I'm more deeply spiritual. Do you get it? But by rank for functionality. God places us like that. It's like entering a department. Have you ever gone to work in a church department and you discovered you could do better than the HOD? Talk to me now. Don't be pretend. See, see all of you. Because I think if you say yes, you are proud. Has anybody ever worked anywhere where you knew that, see, I understand this job better than the HOD? Do you discover that if you prove to the HOD that you understand the job better than him? The first thing that will happen And most times, the HOD2 could be carnal in putting you down like that. But it's almost a natural response because he is trying to protect the office. This is one of the things we kept talking about while we prayed for Nigeria in the last 40 days. That you cannot curse the office of the president and want to hold it. I've made a decision with my life that anybody who curses the office of the president is not my vote. You won't get it. It was people like David that the Lord said, I will establish the house of David as kings in Israel forever. Why? Because he understood that as much as the Lord had departed from Saul, one day Ororo fell on his head. And because the oil of God had ever touched, I didn't say his support. Because to anoint David king means that God has rejected Saul. David was anointed king before he ever understood the protocol of the palace. So the first ruling mentality would have been that God has rejected this guy. If I took himself, the sign that I'm the one who... But David will not lay a razor. He used razor, cut the, the edge of the guy's gun. He used time to repent. Because he will honor the office. Nigerians, we don't. Good luck, did he suffer now? OBJ. Blood is thicker than water. You didn't hear the joke? Oh, you didn't hear blood is thicker than water? When OBJ was in power, you did not hear? Jesus Christ. Now OBJ and Stella went to the zoo. Stella, Stella. When Stella was still alive. You know that's how Nigerians call that, Stella. That they went to the zoo. Then, 
Stella passed banana to a monkey. Then the monkey turned and went away. I was hanging on top of the tree. Then Wasando said, give me the banana. So he gave him. Then he held the banana. The instantly, the monkey just jumped down, came and carried the banana and started eating. Then Stella said, what is it now? Then I told her, don't you know that blood is thicker than water? Do you understand what Nigerians just said? They said that their president is a monkey. There was no cause we didn't cause OBJ. Because we felt he was too crude. Why was he crude? OBJ would be in a public function. You see that? Then put your hand. I'm not talking about something they told you. I still have the video of OBJ drinking Gary. He's the man didn't, he wasn't cultured. And what we used against him was that he didn't have culture. Yeradua came. We insulted his tongue. That one didn't even suffer so much insult. Because he wasn't really healthy enough to be insulted. No, he needs to be healthy. So if they insult you, the thing will reach out. Today, Nigerians will tell you, I will, I will vote 18 over Sandro. Over, over Jonathan, I will vote 18 over Sandro. And I think he, you must be dumb. OBJ said, give me that time. He didn't announce it. He just started making the moves. Senate now started saying, we need to adjust our constitution. <laughs> Nigeria said, some people started saying, you see, if a president has done well, even if his two tenors are finished, we can start to consider. They knew it was the voice of OBJ they were hearing. Do you understand? Nigerians woke up with never. Go and marry Mugabe. Hmm? Mugabe. Now they asked Mugabe recently. They said, Mr. President, you are president in, in which country is that? Zimbabwe. For the last, how long? 38 years, right? 32 years. He said, when, when do you want to bid farewell to Zimbabweans? He said, where are they going? <laughs> That's the only farewell between him and them. If they are ready to go. Until we adopt gay rights. Mugabe said ah, that is he Obama that said that that if Obama is really serious, that Obama should come, let him marry him. If if he means it, I love I'm telling you, even rascals in the day of trouble can arise and have sense. President can come and marry me. She will divorce Michelle and come and marry Mugabe. Then you know what it feels like 
to for man to marry man. God don't say how me hardware. I go look another hardware. Example or somewhere. Nigerians can be very sick. He didn't see anybody to use for example. It's Osomole. Now how can he go and meet Osomole and say I love you? <laughs> Is anybody following me? We are trained to cast venoms. That's what I'm telling you. The system trains you to just cast venoms on your leaders. And you don't know. It's the office you are disregarding. It's alright to criticize people. Don't disdain the office. You think I believe that everybody likes the way I govern this church? You think I believe that everybody likes it? I don't believe so. But there's nothing you can do about it. If you... If you find wisdom, what, what does wisdom require? If you find wisdom, you'll find a strategic way of saying it. Paradventure, there are certain things we are not seeing. I will correct it. But if I hear that Ada went and gathered three guys, I told her, I said, see, we don't like the way this church is going. But I'm talking about financial report by church. When you hear? Sorry. Some things are sitting in house, sir. That we don't like the way this church is going. We have never given financial report in this church. Those are the kind of people who cause you trouble on the day of AGM. That's why we don't also do AGM here. Kai, I need you to interpret this one. Have I ever told you about Baba Musa? That's the head of the rebellion. The guy said rebellion. One day, they sat down in an equa church. They were doing AGM. So they said... Financial report. I want Musa now lifted up his head. If you have anything to say, lifted up his head. Sorry. He said, Rana Uku, Gauta Maris, Alip Eritra, the Tasendesta, Angara Pompo, Agidam Pastor. As Linda Tokos, Gauta in Uni, Alip Eritra, the Tasendetokos, Angara Pompo. I get them pastor. Rana Gomasa Ugan, what a naumba al peritara that I say in the Tagos. I got a pumpo, I get them pastor. Sing, Tampana, Sine, Pumpo and get them pastor. The bandit, the pumpo and get them. Okay, let me interpret. Some people are looking for interpreters around. The man got up, held the financial report. I said, on 3rd of March, 1998, they repaired the pump in pastor's house. 23rd of June, 1998, they repaired the pump in pastor's house. Next page. 16th November, 1998, they repaired the pump in pastor's house. That his own question is that is it the same kind of pump that is in people's houses that's in the pastor's house? Because as far as it's concerned, if you repair pump three times, it's because you are looking for money. 
to corner. You cannot repair pump three times in a year. It's because his house is not pastor's house. If you live in pastor's house, you will know how often the pump goes on and off. Then you will know that in three months, we use our pump like you use your own in three years. I got frustrated with buying the head of tap in my former house. One day it broke, I said, too clear that. Because it was me that was paying the money. If I get to the tap, I'll open it carefully. You see, patience. If patience reaches there. When she has to close it back, she close. I see the it's tap. It's not gone. It's tap. Are you following me? What was I talking about? I was talking about God and man. What's the image of God? It's for man to bring his entire being into the same kind of coordination that the Godhead is into. <laughs> okay. What, we've been, we're talking about the God-man, right? See, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. We came from the river. We'll go back to the river. Because today I did a quantum leap. I did... I lived like three weeks forward. But I guess it's for somebody's good. I'm, I'm speaking to you about the temple so that you understand, alright? Especially because the Bible says it is your bodies that are the temple of the living God. If you don't understand it like scripture lays it in Revelation chapter 22, most times you will think you are carrying God somewhere. No, you are not just carrying God. By reason of interaction, you have become it. And Jesus, who was fully God, in every circumstance will wait upon the Father. Uh, are you following me? So when you enter into that fullness, it is not a declaration of independence. Actually, it is a height of dependence. So when you say a man is God, it's not that he has declared... Do you understand what I'm saying? Because Satan is also going to come with a version of this gospel. And his version of this gospel is that you are God. So what you decide will hold. That's the strength upon which the Antichrist will rise. Then he will be the highest God. Because he would show you that he has gained masters over being God. That's what he will do. So the Bible will say he will try by lying signs and wonders. So if a man enters into this place, e.g. Chris Angel. Have you ever watched Chris Angel do magic? If Chris Angel gets up today in America and he says, everybody is God, you can free the inner you. Those are the things that... That's that's a new age. So they are tell, tending more and more into the spiritual. And every time you want to tell the age, check Nollywood. Sorry, Hollywood. Everything is moving magical now. They are training our children in magic. Every cartoon has an element of magic. So they are, they are, they are now agreeing. Before, where were we? The soul was ruling man. So everything was logical. If you can't explain it logically, I can't receive it. Now, even the American knows that there are plenty of things that cannot be explained logically. But he's not looking for God for explanation. He's looking for the inner him. His karma. 
So if you don't understand it in the right context, when Satan brings his vessel, that's why I said to you, in this day, you can't be looking for a miracle as a sign that God is present. You must know God and by him walk wonders. But you, you cannot use wonders to tell that God is in a place. Because very soon, somebody is going to keep a cup here. That's how he's going to start his sermon. He's just going to put that bottle there. And then he'll do like this. And then he'll point the bottle. Then he'll do his hand like this. And flip it over. And the bottle will fall. Then he'll tell you, that's the power of the inner you. And then he tells you there's no God anywhere. Look at the universe. It's vast. It's open. It's free. It reflects the freedom that you should enjoy. If you open up your heart to the universe, you'll discover that there's so much power inside of you. Power to control your time. Power to control your life. You can interact with spirits by you. And the realm of the spiritual is such that you can set up a, a, a setting where you are king and everything else busted. Didn't you notice that even in Nigeria, everybody who came out from the old court was second to the devil? All of them, they grew to be assistant to the devil. In fact, one told us that he overthrew the devil for three days. That he was the devil of the universe for three days. That's the father of liars. Satan is a master liar. A master trickster, and the guy lived in his small cocoon inside his granite peel, ruling the, the fibers for three days. And Satan made him believe that the fibers of that granite peel that has been fly, flying in that's the entire world. They'll give him three secretary demons to monitor him. They are not senior demons. They are not executives. They are just secretaries. They have walked around the office long enough to understand the order of the court. I, I beg, let's talk about something more serious. I don't like talking about them. Do you understand what I'm saying? But know it this day and empower your children. Just say, hey, Disney magic. You too, adult. Disney magic. Say, so what did he say? I like this cartoon, eh? When Itunu came, you know Itunu left on Sunday. When Itunu came, the children were watching something on TV. It was, it was cartoon. Then she came, she changed the channel and put another cartoon. Then I said, what is it? She said, we don't let our children watch that cartoon. I said, I don't know anything about I don't know any cartoon. I don't know anyone. The one that I might know is TMNT. That's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the way it was before. Or Power Rangers. The way it used to be. Not all this thing. This thing is too fake now. I think it used to be more real that time. Ha! Ninja Turtles. If they shout, shout, Kawabanga! You know there's trouble. Those things were interesting to watch. And you finish watching, your heart will be free. Now you go, one day you go to your room, you see your, your child with his leg folded. It's you like this. Then you will know. So she said that that cartoon is a little girl and a, and a demon. I mean a little boy and a demon. Eh? No, not how to say your dragon. It's something and something. The girl's name and the demon's name. Ikiki and something. Eh? Inu and what? Inu and Stitchy. Lilo and Stitch, yes, that's it. 
Lilo. Ashish, yes. Lilo, yes. Lilo, Lilo. Lilo. Lilo in Hassan is sweet. Milo. Nino. Nino. Milo. Lilo. Hey, Lilo. It's Lilo. Lilo has stitch. So the girl has a demon. And when the demon is angry, he manifests. That's why children watch for entertainment. And the world made it such that even mothers are not at home anymore. Yeah. So because we have become very busy, we throw our children to TV so that we can do serious things. So that we can make more and send them to school so that they can go and learn more demons. It's a crazy world. Listen to me. One of my charges to you today as the Godman is get up and take charge of your world. Create it. Create your own world. Create the world where your children grow up. Create it. We need some more Christian entertainment. People should wake up, man. Are you alive? Are you still here? I beg, let's go. So, you will see the father deciding. So Romans chapter 6 will even tell you that even you yourself, you are a slave. You are either a slave of sin that leads to death or a slave of righteousness that leads to eternal life. But it's your spirit that's alive. Your body wants death by reason of the former order. It was your body scripture I was speaking about in 1 Corinthians 15 when he said, as we are born the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. So your body is also undergoing transition. That's from the standpoint of your soul. So if your soul agrees with what is spiritual, that's what you are going with. Do you understand? If Mercitilla comes to me and she says she wants to marry Jack Robinson. I say why? She says he's six feet tall. I saw one picture she took today. With one giant. She was the dwarf. She thought I won't see it. Then she says to me, Daddy, he's just tall. I want to correct my genetic disorder. I love you too. Are, are you following me? Is anybody following me? His dad is just tall. I like his chest. If I just enter that his chest, I'll just disappear. Okay. Disappear as go. The day he will jack you by the neck, then you now discover that somebody's hand can go around a neck. Then he will squeeze you while and lift you up. Then you continue pressing his clothes with the other one. Then you be angry in the air. Leave me alone, honey. See, George, I'm supposed to be talking about the God man. Help me. I want to be spiritual. See how they are laughing this. Are you? Are you silly here? Yeah? I say you will wrap his hand around your neck. It's not shirt, neck. God, the guy is like Goliath. Somebody needs to hold his armor. You don't know how Goliath used to go to battle. His armor bearer will put his armor inside a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Do you 
think that the armor bearer was carrying it? Something Goliath himself needed somebody to help him carry. No, it was wheelbarrow. So if you see this spear, it looks like something that they want to, it's like crane. So you think, ah, they want to start a building here. Then you see a man following the crane. When the man carries the crane, it will now be the size of his hand. Then you now marry that kind of thing. You put his hand around your head and squeeze it from behind. Then your head will turn like lemon. People look for the deadest reasons. Very stupid reasons. Say, I like his chest. is broad. It's the broadness of that chest that will panel beat your face. By the time you are coming for counseling, we will not recognize you. It's after you are filled form. And you are, I check, I say, Mess Stiller. There's a Messi around. Call her in. Then I'll see a stranger enter. I say, No, not you, Messi Stiller. The only thing I used to recognize you is the height. Because the face is swollen and big. <laughs> that's the only way, you know. The, that's the only, in that day, the only thing you should do is come in chanting. Now you singing, That's the only way I can do. Because if not, I will tell protocol to bounce you. Are you? Are you, are you still here? I, is anybody here? People do stuff for the very wrong reasons. And we justify it. Are, are you still here? I'm telling you. So when we see the pattern of of, of, of decisions you take. No matter how spiritual you are, the soul ends up taking charge. Sometimes don't you wish that God will just overrun your soul? But there's order in God. Your mind has to be renewed. What does it mean to renew your mind? It means to bring you to the place where your mind and God agree. So if God says it is good, your mind too says, yeah, it is good. Because the fight is that God is saying it is good and your mind is saying, oh boy, this is not trouble. Because the guy that God will be asking you to marry is not the tall, broad-chested guy. It will now be the short guy who looks like genetic mutation. <laughs> then you will be telling God, I'm looking for genetic correction. But you won't know that in the guy's self, there are recessive genes that are giant. And that he was the final of that generation to break through the small genes. That what is left now is what is great. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal and subject to change. But the things that are not seen are eternal. That's normally the war. So I'm simply explaining to you that like God is three in one, even in scripture, God made you know that your his spirit functions like your spirit. Or sorry, your spirit is supposed to function like his spirit. Your soul is supposed to function like the father. How does the father function? The father does not take futile decisions. Why would the father swear to you? And you say, I swear by myself. 
every oath has an implication. And every oath has an ordinance for its execution. That's why you swear by the greater. So that if you don't keep to it, somebody will execute it. I told you that the four living creatures that stand around the throne are the balance of the throne. So when the four living creatures behold God, what they say is not holy. What they say is worthy. Ah. God is your Bible. The four living creatures don't say holy. They say worthy. Then everything in heaven says what? Holy. So the day the four living creatures speak, will turn and say, he's not worthy anymore. Because we have seen guile in him. Because if you check the, the carriage of the throne, according to Ezekiel chapter 1 and Revelation chapter 4, it has eyes within and without. So there are eyes that check God out. So the Bible will say that if you subject yourself to your earthly parents, who discipline you according to their pleasure? Will you not much more subject yourself to the father of spirits and live? That means that God will never put you to discipline because he likes it. Are you following me? Your father can slap you because he does not like the church you are going to. You don't know. Some people have already collected it. Some people say it's not slap. They lock them in the toilet. I mean, they lock themselves in the toilet to escape death. <laughs> oh Lord, I love this church. One day, somebody's father came to me to threaten me. That I don't like my children in this church. And he had to. He came to my house to threaten me. He even told me that he had connection with the commissioner of police. How long look at this guy? I said, this guy does not even know who I know. It's when he sees himself, him and the commissioner see themselves going to jail. I've got to. I, some of you don't. When the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, answer me. No. Answer me. I'm not afraid. What man? I looked at him and I said, "You, you didn't even talk. If you had any, if you had any regard for my office, you'd have first asked me. This is my position. What do you think? Then I'll have told you how to win your boys. Because I have your boys, you don't." What I ask them to do, they will do. But you can't ask them to do a thing and they do it. So who is their father? What do you know me? I looked at the man. I said, if I were you, I would have come in wisdom. Maybe hold a bottle of wine. And come and ask me, what do I do about my children? I told you I'm a pastor. Because I sat in front of me, I ranted. Because you're elder in your church. In your church, is elder, older, is he senior to pastor? You go to those kind of churches where the elders tell the pastor what to do. You are dead though. Are you? I told the man. I told him, I said, excuse me, sir. Church is like market. I said, have you ever seen any sign in front of market that please all the people from Uncolobia village should not enter here. <laughs> Queensley, is it there in your village? I know people, they can be very crazy. 
You can write no Osu here in front of the market gate. So I should put a Megad because you have children in my church. Then the Megad will be standing by the door. Then I shall come to pass and say, Come, which family are you from? I say, Okay. I'm Cecilia's brother. Okay, you can enter. Say, what of you? Say, I'm from this family. Say, please, we don't have space for your family here. The man left knowing that what he said was not even intelligent. I told him, I said, if I were you, I would even sit in one service. At least one. Abi? Then I can hear if what my children have been taught is even right. And now, he has three children following me. Because one has added. It's like Lorin's family. I told them, now me and her father will fight. Where's Lorin? Okay, she's not in church. Now me and her father will fight. Because they are last born. Oh, she's around. Lorin, see her. Their last born just got admission. So the only boy who didn't come to ABU, now say, ah, that he's the only one who that Pastor Chintok is not his father. Because the name Dado was given to me by her elder sister. She was the only person I called Bebo. Until today I call her Bebo. Nobody knows the history. She was the first to call me Dado. And she stuck with it until the whole world is calling me, including Pastor Chris Delvan. Looked at me on Sunday, he said, Dado. I said, Dala Kadena, sir. <laughs> are, you, are you following me? I'm saying to you that the operation of the Godhead is what God wants to work in you. Because the real reason why you cannot see yourself as God in that state. And I told you, God for us is dependence. It's not independent. So when he says, you are gods and all of you are sons of the most high. He's not saying you are independent from me and you have so much power. So show the world that you have power. No, in spiritual things, as you advance and mature, you become more dependent. So Siba, to say I am God like Jesus did was simply to say I completely depend on the Father for everything I do. If you don't define it right, you'll end up becoming a new age movement church. Because the church is quickly getting there. I told you, it's the number of man. It's six, six, six. It replaces God at every level. That's what he means. It's not 666. It is that man replaced God first in the soul. Then man replaced God in the affairs of his body. Then man, that's the final frontier. Man will replace God in the affairs of of the spirit. That's the fullness of the workings of iniquity. It's not a mark. So what scripture was saying was they could not trade except by a mark on their forehead and on their right hand. It was simply saying that their signets and their identity, what will make you acceptable in that day is that you are a man who have crafted fully the wisdom of men and you have by it insulted and abused God. That's what it means. 
And that manifestation cannot be full until he that let it is taken away. Who is he that let it? We are the salt of the earth. Please leave it. Is anybody beginning to understand the God man now? Is anybody understanding the God man now? So I said to you some five years ago, I said, not, not because I don't agree that the essence of our being is spiritual. Are you following me? The very essence of our being is spiritual. How do we know that the very essence of our being is spiritual? The Bible says we know that even the things that we see were created out of the things we are not seen. That means that the things that are not seen are more real than the things that are seen. So if we make what is seen our primary drive, we lose the very essence of life. But even this that is seen, baby, is eternal. This one. The environment will pass. But by reason of the fact that my spirit has come to agree with the spirit of God, this one that came from the dust of this present earth will break into the next earth as a witness. Because in God's divine patterns, he will not shut down. He will never bring to a full end. Jeremiah chapter 4. You understand? So if the whole earth is failing, God will have to take up one man, Noah. And by him from the old earth, begin a new earth. If this world is failing, God will redeem it by one man, Jesus. And by one man, Jesus, what is of the failing earth will enter into that earth that is eternal. As a witness that the earth had existed before then. Are you following? I hope I'm not getting too deep. Because I'm still scratching the surface. When we get to Psalm 24. Oh no. I'm praying for you. Pray that my eyes be open. I'm seeing scriptures from a whole different light. Is it happening to you already? So I said to you, Edi. There's some fundamental depth that we lose when we say man is spirit he lives in a soul and he has a body sorry or he has a soul and he lives in a body because it makes it look like the body is just a case no the body is not just a case the body will break into the next life so actually the real expression of the godness of god is your body because what translates light life into light. It's not your spirit. It's not your soul. It's your body. What the world relates to so that they can touch God is not your spirit. It's your body. When you know it, even your body, you will carry it as the temple of God. That's why you cannot carry the temple of God and join it with a halot. Because it makes that, even if God breaks you off that hollow tree, it makes that, by reason of the history that people have of you, you see Toby, that's why I always advocate that for all of you who are young ministers, there are certain mistakes you should not make. Do you hear me? I say don't make it. Because if you make it, God will forgive you, but men will not. And forever, Toby, it will be difficult for you 
to give light even though you have life bubbling inside you. That you slept with somebody's wife and you have a son somewhere, God will forgive you totally, restore you fully. Do you understand what I'm saying? Did you hear me? I hope you didn't hear what I didn't say. God will forgive you totally. He will restore you fully. But sometimes, it's even better for you if that thing happens while you are still in oblivion. You don't know. As you advance in ministry, your trust increases. It is a city set on a... that cannot be... So it's better for you when you are still on the base of the hill trying to climb. If you fall from there, the shame is less. The wounds are less injurious. You can clean up and continue your journey. And almost all of us had times when we had to clean up and continue our journey. But there were mistakes we made 10, 15, 20 years ago that if we make them again now, if you catch Pastor Chintok and Farida kissing in front of Amina, okay, then you will know that Satan was waiting for that point to bring down the work that we have done, not only in Zaria, but in the nations of the earth. Sam, you will wonder how the picture came out. In these days of Photoshop, they will Photoshop both of you and create it. What pastors do when nobody's watching. God will forgive you, but the people are not God. Uh-huh. Know it all. Know it. Heard a story very recently. It blessed me. It blessed me to the core. It was a man's wife who told a fine girl entered into his office and she sat down with the husband. And she told him that she loved him. And then he said, yes, I love you too. You know my type. You tell me you love me. The answer was prepared. Before, before I even check you out and find out if I love you, I'll give you the answer. The answer. See how Val is taking her eyes off. Is it because I'm about to say I love you? What's your problem? Do you understand what I'm saying? Then she said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. It's not that kind of love. I mean, I... He sat the girl down. And he said, you are beautiful. He said, but I have made this mistake. I have seen people who have made this mistake before. The cost of recovery is too high. I'd rather walk away. You understand? That's a man whose mind is renewed. If your mind is not renewed, what your mind will tell you is if you close the door, nobody will know. You have a renewed mind? Oh no. John Sandy Lock. It's very simple. This is not what we do in the dark. It's the fact that even God agreed, which is what Satan is using, that there's nothing hidden under. Satan is a master at bringing it out. 
and he will weigh you if it's a mistake he will make sure people see it the first time but if he has been able to draw you by lust he knows that you have now entered a trap you can continue there for like six seven years nobody will know seven years eight years ten years you are going as he shouts the power of god You are behaving like leprosy has cut your throat. Say that I'll be watching you. The day you want to take any serious step in God. That's how people, I tell you the truth. That's how ministers die. Satan has no problem with you shouting on pulpit. But when you want to take a major step in God, either towards repentance or establishing the kingdom, Satan will show up in one game eight years ago. She show up and say to you, eh, Pastor, I will pay 1.5 into my account. See? From where? Why? Tell friend, get out of here. Get the behind me, Satan. You know you still have the form. Get the behind me, Satan. She say, you will see Satan. I will go to the press. You see Satan. Then she will show you pictures. Then you will now know that your face is more important to you than the face of God. Okay. You didn't hear what I said. Then in saving your face, you compromise more and more and more and more. I'm simply saying to you, there are certain mistakes that are too, too costly. God will not forgive you. You forgive you totally, restore you completely. heard the story of a servant of God when he was ready to repent. God told him there are only three options. If you decide you want to preach the truth, your congregation will remain small. Say, or else, you go on with your life and cover up and cover up and be big and rich in this world and then go to hell. Or you come home, let me undo the rest. The man said, oh, I'm coming home. If it's me, what will I do? I'll go. go. It's your best opening. You don't want to live in the pain and frustration. You don't want to. Because many times, you know what we end up doing, love? We end up blaming God. That people are not coming. No, it's not God. It's story. It takes people who are thoroughly broken to understand that this thing is past. And the Holy Spirit can walk it through. Don't get me wrong. He can walk it to the point where you can... How many times has pastors stood there and he told you for three, for three and a half years, for four years, I walked away from my wife. Did he change your perspective of him? You should walk away now. You should try it. No. Tell him I said it. And I say you should try it. He can't recover. It's not like then. Now. Do you get it? Is anybody hearing my English? See. I beg. I told you. When you hear these counties, it's not so that fear will catch you. You're thinking, hey, how many will be saved now? I told you. When God speaks like this, it comes with the grace for accomplishment. So when you are hearing this kind of thing, what you'll be saying is unto him that is able to keep me from falling. 
and present me before his throne faultless with exceeding joy. Nobody is saying attempt. We are saying as you are hearing it, be able to cry out grace. Lord, I understand that by your grace, I can be kept through it. <laughs> are you still here? So I was saying to you, very in very simple language. One of the reasons why I don't like to hear the statement, why it cringes me, Aisha, is because when you say man is a spirit, he has a soul, and he lives in a body, it's sounding like you are saying God is a spirit, he has a father, and he lives in a Jesus. The wholesomeness is lost. The church needs to begin to know that even their body is spiritual. the only way we can earnestly begin to desire and grow. To be clothed with our house from heaven so that mortality can be swallowed up by life. Do you understand? That way you'll be able to look at what is mortal and say, no, this is not my real reality. I desire a house that is still with God. Do you get it? That's what I mean. When you say he has a soul, it feels like something that is in his possession. No, that's not something in his possession. That is what controls him. Do you understand? You can say I have a car. Why? You are the one that drives the car. Can the car say I have a man? You don't have a soul. Your soul is an is an integral. If your soul is lost, you cannot even stand judgment before God. Do do you understand what I'm saying? So that way, when you sit down to renew your mind, what are you doing? You're actually putting your soul in a condition where when the chips are truly down, it will make the right choices. Jumpstart. I told you in the last service. I said the real problem that believers have is that they regard iniquity in their hearts. We keep a form, but we have regard for iniquity in, in our hearts. What did I use for you as an example? I said if you are watching a film where a man wants to kiss a woman who is not his wife, whether premarital or postmarital, and you are excited because of the storyline in Telemundo. Now, have you not seen that kind of storyline in Telemundo? It's only in Hollywood and Telemundo you find that kind of storyline. You will find that there's nothing about you that is judging that and saying the intelligence of God is still superior because a man must stick with his wife. Even at his peril. You see, even now, Farida, it's, it's still an intelligence that is hard to swallow. I said a man is supposed to stick with his wife even at his peril. Do you understand? If your wife is troublesome, didn't you hear the advice scripture gave? The Bible says that if a woman has an unbelieving husband, the Bible didn't say preach to him. That's your problem. Your problem is that I always tie a scarf and sing you until I wear my crown. 
Bible says that by quietness and leading a life, the woman can win her husband. Do you have a Bible? Do you have a Bible? How many of you wish that your mother can answer your father? That's not only you. Because it looks like every father oppresses every mother. And if we are not careful, Toby, that monster will rise inside us. That's the reason why it did. You are not qualified to marry until you can set others ahead of yourself. Don't qualify. So that if you ever woke up or we, and said to your wife, no, it's not because it's not your style. It's because you can see what this will produce. So if you ever restrain her, what you are looking at is not, no, 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 no. Don't talk to a man like that anyhow. You talk to a man like that anyhow. I cannot slap your mouth down here. That's not it. Your muscle is not to punch her. It's to protect her. That's if you have the muscle. Some of you can only fight women. Go and look for your mate. You just see Adams. You now be threatening Jemima. Go and look for your mate. Go find King Kong, Sule. They see Sule small like this. Sule go pound you. One day we're doing it. When I saw the weight Sule was lifting, I respected myself and passed. I was going to do weight lifting. When I saw the weight that Sule lifted, I just told myself, before they insult me here, because I know that I cannot carry half of that weight. That this Sule, this Sule that you are loving, be careful, no? I told you. The day Sule will do it like this, if he does like this, just take, just carry your valley and start playing. <laughs> so that she can cast out the demon in soul. <laughs> Are you? Is anybody still here? Is your mind getting renewed? So you feed your mind, Shiva, and you feed it. Nobody prepares for war in the time of war. When everything is all right, that's the essence of your Bible study. Before, Gideon started doing that pocket knife. That thing we used to call pocket knife. Because it wasn't a sword. We said New Testament was only one side. And you know, knife is one side. It's not two sides. If it's sword, it's two sides. So we used to call it knife. Then they would write, in trouble, Psalm chapter 1, for 6 by 2. During depression, Ecclesiastes chapter... If you are truly depressed, you think you go and be looking for a Bible during depression. It's not during depression you read it. It's in the time of peace. So that when the time of war comes, the spirit will have something to sit upon and brood. When he raises the scripture, it will come back in the power of its life. When it comes to in the power of its life, you find yourself executing the word of God naturally. Because the word of God is not descriptive, it's not instructive, it is creative. 
it will come with its power. Are you following? Are you still alive? I think we've had a good night, man. We've had a good night. Sincerely, I think we've had a good night. There's so much I wanted to say today about the God man. So much. If I was not traveling tomorrow, we'll have had a service tomorrow night. I'm telling you. Because there's so much bubbling in my heart. So can a man stand and say, God is in your midst. Let's close with one thought. Right? What were we reading? What were you reading? Revelation 21, 22. We'll continue. Not today. How did we get there from Revelation 21? Okay. What verse did you read last? Verse what? Three. Three. There's no more sea. It's no more sea where we start explaining. Alright? So the realities in this realm are different from the realities in the new Jerusalem. So in this realm, there's a technology by which you must survive. Do you understand? That was what took us back to Psalm 46. I started talking about the Godman already. But keep that hanging because we need to finish this river of God issue. And don't forget that I told you in Genesis chapter 3 that if you followed the stream of the river, it will take you back to where? The tree of life. But it wasn't only the tree of life that we saw by the river. We also saw that there was a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Hang it there. God said to them, by reason of the realm that you were born to subdue, don't touch the tree of the knowledge of, the go- of good and evil. Well, you can eat freely of all trees, including the tree of life. Please follow me. But as soon as they fell, the Bible says God kept an angel with a flaming sword. I'm talking to you about the realities of this realm. Why there is a sea. And I said to you that the psalmist in Psalm 46 said, Though the earth be removed and the mountains be cast into the sea. Let's finish there. Psalm 46. Yeah, that's where we are. Though the waters thereof roar, verse 3, and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Sila, there is what? A river. What happens to it? The streams of that river shall do what? Make glad the city of God. You will see a river there. It was one river. And I said to you, there is a spirit and the carriers, the God men possessing that spirit will make glad who? Now, the reason is because there is going to be an attempt in that day to mix up I told you, the mountains are now in the sea. That's where government is supposed to come from. Now the mountains is in the midst of the people that are supposed to be helped. And if the righteous see rule, the city rejoices. When the wicked sits in power, entire place in confusion. 
But Jesus came in, Ma- in Isaiah chapter 61. I'll try and close here. Jesus came in Isaiah chapter 61 and he said, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. And then, you know, when he read that, to proclaim release to the captives, to bring the restoration of sight to the blind, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then, in Isaiah 61, he said, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise, that they might be trees of righteousness, the oh, oh. That means that if you have not received beauty for ashes, if you have not received the oil of joy for mourning, if you have not received the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, you might not be an effective tree of righteousness for the nations to eat of your fruit. Okay, hold on. The water streams into the garden. God is the source of the water. Then that water produces the tree of life. Now, Adam is the governor of the garden of Eden. And that water flows through Adam. And then he enters into the nations of the earth. And by description in Ezekiel chapter 47, you find out that when it even comes out in the nations, inside the waters, the Bible says it will heal the waters and all manner of trees will grow by the waters for food and for healing. And even in the new Jerusalem, according to Revelation chapter 22, the Bible says that the trees that came by the river of God, their leaves were for the healing of the nation. And they bore their fruit according to the months by the power of the tree of life. It's in your Bible. So, when the river came to Adam, the river met the need of Adam by the tree of life. So that Adam can flow out of the garden and meet the need of the nations of the earth. Who flowed into the garden? God. Little wonder. God formed Adam out of the dust of the ground. So the waters that flowed from Eden were a representation of what Adam permitted to flow through his life. So I spoke to you some time ago and I said to you, it's like a tap. It's like a faucet. If there's water in a dam and the faucet you bring is teal, Water will be passing, but will be passing as much as Tio can carry. What's Tio in English? Suppose. Host. Thank you. Sorry, don't mind me. The bad boy missed Lala. Are you following me? Do you get it? When you bring a a tanker barren, that that it will come according to the size. Abi, Abi, if you bring a cup to a river, what will you fetch? One cup of water. If you bring a bucket, what will you fetch? 
If you bring one tanker, what will you fetch? So if you have sense, what will you do? Eh? No, I will tell you what to do. No, cool down. Eh? Open a channel for the river to flow into the environment, the reality you want it to enter. So, Adam by the garden blessed the earth through four streams. There is a river. The streams were So, God poured out the spirit. But then, he permitted the spirit to enter into several streams. So, God will say, if you thirst, if you come to me and drink, out of your belly shall flow. But he too drank, so out of his belly shall then he too drank, out of his belly shall she also drank, so out of her belly shall but it was the same source. Now the Bible says what the stream will do first is it will make glad the city of God. That before you give of the spirit to the nations of the earth you must by the spirit solve the issues in your life. Do you understand? And when we talk issues, we are not even talking sin. The nations are without direction. But you too, plenty of times when we look at you, you are without. If God can direct the nations, let it start by giving. Do you understand? Do you understand? Say you are the spirit of God. You are the spirit of God. I need your touch in my life. Oh. You are the spirit of God. Say I see you touching my life. I see you touching my Holy Ghost. Say you are the power of God. I see you touching my life. I see you touching my life. Oh. Say you are the power of God. I see you touching my life. Holy Ghost. You are the presence of God. See you touching my Holy Ghost. Say you bring the visions of God.
behold him. Behold him. Oh, holy God. Say it again. You are the power of God. I see you touching.
of God. You bring the peace of I see God. you touching. I see you touching my love. He's bringing visions even now. He's bringing visions even now. You bring the visions of God. You bring the visions of God. Direction is coming. People are seeing things that were formerly impossible. Holy Ghost. Say you bring the visions of God. You bring the visions of God. I see you touching my life. Holy Ghost. Can you focus on him while Vicky plays? Just focus on him. Focus on him.
within us your waters again and first cause healing to the broken parts of our life so that we by you sweet spirit can heal the world blessed be your name give praise oh that the sweet waters that flow from us might touch the seas and cause that there be the birthing of multitude of fish According to our kind. Blessed be your name. We bless you. Bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's sit down if you can. 
You must desire to encounter him. You can't be in our company and not desire his presence. He's the one by whom we do everything that we do. If there be anything we have achieved in God, it is by him. See, the visions of God are here. Did anybody get direction while we worshipped? Did anybody see anything while we worshipped? Because I'm convinced that there was the opening of the eyes. That it came by the Spirit. We worship you, Holy Ghost. We bless you. We thank you, Father. We thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. So we return on Thursday at 5 p.m. By the grace of God. And we'll gather and still speak about the river. I'm glad that for all of the while when I traveled in the recent past, in every service, we enjoyed the flow of that. Bask in it. Learn it. The order is until it overflows you. That's the real order. The real order is until it overflows you. Until, until it is no longer you consulting with the spirit. It is the spirit carrying you. Then you will be driven like a madman. You will be driven like a drunkard. You will be walking towards the impossible. And yet you will be calling it possible. Who would walk towards a, a sea? And would not think that he had reached the barriers of the sea. And so he walked past it walking on the waters. He must have been carried by something. Who would get up and look at the winds and the waves? And he will say to them, Peace be still. And the winds and the waves will obey him. The audacity to even say, Peace be still, means that he is driven by something. We don't just want the leading of the Spirit, we want to be driven by the Spirit. Driven to the point where we are mad enough to say to the blind, see. Driven to the point where we are mad enough to say to systems, you change. Driven to the point where we are mad enough to look at a flint and command water to come up for the sake of the people, not so that we can make a glory out of it. Oh, carry me, Lord. That's our deepest desire, you know. And we be carried by the floods of God. I will keep enjoying it. Torrent after torrent. Wave upon wave upon wave. Until we climax into the fullness of God by His Spirit. Hallelujah.